0: Good morning. Welcome to today's Open Heavens Daily Devotional. Today, Monday, 22nd of June, 2020. The theme of Open Heavens this morning is Baby Christians Need to Grow First. Baby Christians Need to Grow First. Our memory verse is taken from 1 Peter 2 verse 2. 1 Peter 2 2. As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. A memory verse is taken from 1 Peter 2.2. It's a common verse in the scriptures. As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that you may grow thereby. Our text is taken from Ephesians chapter 4, from verse 11 to 16. Ephesians 4, 11 to 16. And he gave some apostles, and some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the defying of the body of Christ. Till we come in the unity of the faith, and of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto the perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children tossed about, tossed to and fro, and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slate of men, and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in words to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head and even Christ for whom the whole body faithfully joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplied, according to the effectual working, in the measure of every part, maketh increase for the body unto the defying of itself in love. The Message Today we are looking at young Christians, young by the virtue of their level of maturity in Christ. Some people come to Christ and begin to nurse good desires far beyond the capability of their spiritual maturity. Example is, immediately young people, some young people get born again, immediately desiring the office of a pastor, evangelist, or minister. Why such desires are good? They are ill time for fresh converts. When we talk about young Christians, we are not talking about uh, Christians uh, who are certain age. We are not talking about age now. We are not talking about a certain age. We are talking about level or age in Christ, the, the day they get born again. Now, we are not also talking about just the number of years, but the experience. You understand? It's not just the number of years, but the experience. So, we, we, when a, a Christian is, is born again, so when someone just comes in Christ, when a person become, just becomes a Christian, it's expected of the person to desire to grow. The person should have this desire to grow in Christ. Desire to understand the basis of your calling. You should desire to know God more. The first thing that should come to your mind is how to grow intimate with God. I want to tell you something. You know in Galatians now, Apostle Paul was writing, and he said, when I gave my life to Christ, he said when he became born again, after he was day on his way to Damascus, he said that, He didn't go straight back to the apostles, those who were apostles before him. He didn't want to come and join and start doing activities with them. He said he locked himself in the desert of Arabia for three good years, three solid years, three powerful years, encounter filled years, trying to Acts, trying to prepare himself for the joy, trying to know why God actually apprehended me. That is why Paul could write, say that I may apprehend that on which Christ has apprehended me. That's why it was not surprising that the moment he came back to Jerusalem to see the apostles to greet them, while they were in prayer, the Holy Spirit now spoke, Set me aside, Paul and Barnabas, for the work on which I have called them to do. Because he had prepared himself. He didn't call himself to become evangelist. There's a place of desiring to grow. There's a place of desiring positions. But no, it's a good thing to desire those things. are yeah, good thing. Who wants to be a bishop? is he, he, he a worthy calling. He desires a good thing. But there is a place of growing first, not jumping into positions without understanding the reason why you are Christian in the first place. That is the reason why we have so many immature pastors. We have pastors who come quarreling with members. We have pastors who just because they mature the anointing of the miracle they perform, they believe and they think that yes, they now think that because of that virtue of the anointing, that they have become mature, which is wrong. You see them, behavior-wise, they are not mature. The way they handle things, they are not matured. They have not been broken in the place of Christ. Little things, they have up. Little things, they, they have fallen into some minor temptations because they have not built a spiritual capacity to endure. That's why it is advised that every Christian should spend time with God. Try to understand the rudiments of your calling before you start desiring positions. The first responsibility of young believers after becoming born again is to desire the sincere milk of the world so that they may grow to maturity. First Peter 2 to our memory verse. That is your first responsibility when you get born again. The first thing that should preoccupy your mind should be how do I grow in faith? How do I grow in this my calling? How do I become mature Christian? How do I become a son? Physically speaking, when a baby desires to eat the same food as an adult, he or she desires what could be harmful in a similar vein. When a young Christian desires to be a pastor or an evangelist overnight, it spells trouble that may hinder the growth of that individual. One thing you now understand that positions actually drain our spiritual energy. Those positions drain our spiritual energy. Because if you are a Christian, you are just minding your business as a Christian, you have quality time you spend with God. But when you have been given some positions, most of the activities you do is more of ministering rather than being ministered to. Most pastors have little time they spend with God for themselves because of the enormity of the position of the office they occupy. So, when a baby Christian who is not fully grounded has not even learned how to have a good quiet time with God, desires to be a pastor, it could be a disaster. Person can stay, you can see somebody doing activities year in year, the person have not even had even a single day of retreat. He has not, you can't even think about it. The last time he spent quality time to get something, you see, they're copying messages from one pastor to another, repeating messages, because they can get fresh message from the heaven. They have not learned how to receive from heaven. There are many pastors like that. Children being born into God's family through the preaching of the gospel must take time to study the word of God and be well grounded in it. First John chapter 3, verse 1 and 3 says, Behold what manner of love the Father had bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the word it us not, because he knew him not. And every man that had his hope in him purified himself, even as he is pure. So, the word of God is, you know, it's a good thing, manner of love that we are called the children of God, we are called the sons of God. But anyone that who is born again, what does he do? He purifies himself. The word of God is what purifies us. That is what the word of God does. The word of God is like water that purifies our heart. So the person should immerse himself in the word of God and get purified. He says, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. The death of the word of God is menace against the present day church. The word of God is that see a do mightily grew the word of God in Antioch and it prevailed. But now we see the word of God dying. On our altars, on our pulpits, we make a lot of noise in our preaching without a strong basis in the Word of God. You see, philosophers, there are many people who are occupying pulpits. They are just philosophers analyzing literature. They are just analyzing the Bible like a literary book. There is no rhema, there is no rhema, there is no tangible thing that comes from it. You see, a cause, you see, you cause such sermons thunder without rain. Even when some believers yearn for the word of God, it is nowhere to be found in many of our pulpits. You know, sometimes it's so painful to me that I step into a place and the kind of person that I like worshipping anywhere, I see myself. If I visit you in your place and you're worshipping a particular place, as far as the church where the word of God, the God is being preached, Christ is being mentioned, I'll join you in your church. As far as it's not a white guy, man, church. So I will join you in your church. And I will worship you. But it's so painful that when you step into some places like that with this eagerness to hear something, and you don't receive anything, absolutely nothing, empty word, empty word, just human philosophies talking here and there. There is no basis. There is no remedy. There's nothing that changes. You just as if you didn't even attend church. That's the, the reason why some of the churches are going cold. Members are not changed, people are living their life as though there's nothing happening. That's because the word of God is becoming scarce in our days. We have many persons who have been, I would like to call that be cajoled. In fact, Christianity now past being a pastor has become a, an occupation in Nigeria. You see, many persons. They just want to that geo. You are in a place, you don't want to grow in the place next thing you say, God has called you, you to open your congregation because you are greedy of the tithes, and the offering that comes from the people. So you want to now call, you have called yourself and say God has called you to run your own ministry. If God called you, didn't God call you to be in other somebody's ministry. Can't you submit to another person's ministry? Once you start your own ministry, why do we have so many churches in Nigeria? So many ministries with different doctrines, unbiblical doctrines. Why? Because the word of God has become scarce in our days. I pray God will help our hearts. God will help us and bring the glory of the church back in the mighty name of Jesus. May the Lord elevate the ministry of the word in the body of Christ, in the mighty name of Jesus. God will elevate the ministry of the word. The apostle said then, he said, it is not good for us to leave the word of God and begin to serve tables. He said, let us commit ourselves to the ministry of the word of God. Prayer. So we don't have pastors, we don't have ministers, we don't have Christians who are committed to the word of God. We don't have people whose commitment is to knowing the will of God, whose commitment is to understanding what God is saying for the now. He said for the men of Isaac, they understood the times, they knew what Israel ought to do. So we don't have people who actually understand the word of God, who wants to know the mind of God concerning that. They don't have Christians who actually desire to grow. This is why you see many Christians behaving as though they are not Christians. They don't even understand what it means to be Christian. When I see some persons talking and they say they are Christians, it, just, it marvels me that they are Christians and they are certain, talking about certain things. I pray God will help us. May we be found worthy if the trumpet should sound today. In the mighty name of Jesus. May we really be found worthy when the trumpet will sound. In Jesus' name. Let's bow our hearts even as we talk to God in prayer this morning. Father, please help me to continue to grow in Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, please help me. Help me to continue to grow in Christ. Help me to continue to desire the sincere milk of the word that will continue to grow. That the burning desire for the word of God will remain go in my heart. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, help us not to continue in your word this morning and always. In the mighty name of Jesus, for in Jesus' most wonderful name, we are praying. Amen. And amen. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you. Do have a very great week ahead. This week is blessed in Jesus' name. Amen.